You can check us out on all major podcast platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Check out our social media on Instagram at Menovation and Facebook at Menovation Podcast. I don't know what episode this is. <laughs> episode 52 <laughs> of the Menovation. Is it really though? I think so. <laughs> There's actually an Easter egg within the Menovation uh, title episodes that I unintentionally did. So if someone can message us the Easter egg about the order of episodes or whatever, it's all I'm going to say, we'll send you a gift card. Oh, what? Interesting. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> These guys don't even know what it is. <laughs> all right. Anyways, on this episode, we are going to be talking about the stuff that we consume, media, music, and so forth, how it affects us as men, and does it affect us? Does it actually alter what we believe and everything else? Uh, Anthony and Ben were talking about music. Anthony was telling us about a new song that dropped, but we're going to just keep this conversation going because it's so good. They're huge music buffs. Uh, they have way more to add to that type of the conversation <laughs> than I do. But I do consume a ton of YouTube, unfortunately. Uh, not something I'm proud of. But... Even social media. We're obviously all consume social right. media. So uh, that's what we're going to dive in today. So stick around. Episode 52. Abe is out. His dog almost died, I guess. So he ain't here. Dog didn't die. Spoiler. <laughs> okay, kick us off. You guys, do you think the media that we consume, the entertainment that we consume, affects us as men? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Show's I think, over. I think that's a, <laughs> I think in a quick in a quick answer, I would say yes. Yeah. I think a more thought out answer is you would have to essentially really know who you are. Yes. And determine what's entertainment and like what's something that really represents you. Yeah. And I think a lot of people yep. lose sight in that, especially when you're younger and the like the music that you consume social media, there's all the stuff that's being pushed to you that a lot of people don't have control over. It's just sure. like, here is what's playing on the radio. Here's what's mm -hmm. on Instagram. Here's what's on TikTok. Here's what's on YouTube. And you consume a bunch of things. And if a lot of those particular artists or uh, influencers are saying like, oh, I'm depressed. I'm going through anxiety. I'm popping right. pills to cure myself from this yeah, yeah, yeah. or I'm going to the club every night and I'm yeah, yeah, doing X, Y, and Z audience there uh, who are probably dealing with certain things or certain issues mm -hmm. in their own personal life. They're going to listen to that and be like, Oh, that's the way right. to, to deal with them. Right. Or, sure. And that's the way to go. And you see a lot of young people, mm -hmm. they like, they follow a lot of, these like new like influencers and rappers that usually they're out in the open with what they're mm -hmm. they're going through saying like i'm going through depression i'm going through anxiety amy winehouse was a good example yeah, yeah. and like you know and like i think one was like was juice world mm -hmm. who was super huge with a lot of like youth and being like i'm going through depression i'm going through anxiety i'm taking these pills mm -hmm. i'm drinking these drinks to uh, hide it to to 
push it away, to right. mask it. And he outwardly says it. And, mm-hmm. and and the sad thing about it was, I mean, he's passed away and that's and it does suck. The sad thing about it was he had an album that dropped like not too long ago, maybe like two albums ago. And there's this song on it called Wishing Well. Mm-hmm. And it's a popular song. It's at, But he's talking about his addiction to pills. Mm-hmm. And he there's like, this is the part where I say all the feelings I like have, like, I just don't want you to worry. This is the part where I take mm-hmm. all my feelings and hide them because I don't want nobody to hurt me. Right. And he talks about how like, um, if it wasn't for these pills, I wouldn't be here. But if I keep taking these pills, I won't be here. Mm-hmm. I just told you all my secret. I really think I need this. Um, I started taking the drugs and now the drugs take me. Mm-hmm. And it's like this wow. crazy, and it, it was in hindsight, it was like, because it was released after he died. Holy smoke. Mm-hmm. Dang. And I, there's a lot of people that feel this way and he's like outwardly doing it. But I know there's people that are out there that if they're not smart enough, they're mm-hmm. going to be like, oh, I take pills because Juice World does it and that makes me cool. Mm-hmm. Or like, I smoke this because so-and-so mm-hmm. does it and that's cool. Or like, I drink this mm-hmm. and I act like this because so-and-so does it. So let me ask you this. Do you think in those circumstances, as I had two thoughts, because uh, obviously we're Christian, but as Christian, are we not open enough, maybe in our music about the struggles we're going through? Other part, or second question uh, do you think that they glorify it? Even though they're talking about their struggle, do you think that, because that's, I know that's part of the, the broader question, not even with just music, but just uh, media in general, like video games, mm-hmm. right? Uh, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Do you think, even though he's talking about in a way, or people are talking about in a way that are struggling with it, do you think that it's a good thing? Do you think there's a balance? Do you think that, yeah. I mean, just kind of, because we're obviously being affected by it somehow, so. I think it's a double-edged sword. I think you raised a really good question. I was, yeah. <laughs> like, the the fact that you tied it with Christian artists not being as open, I think is, is accurate. Because we're very broad. It's very like, accurate. Oh, I'm struggling. Yes. Right. I'm right. going right. through this. Whatever, like, I, yeah. Like, and it's actually funny that you said that, because aside from worship, like praise and worship, mm-hmm. where its only objective is to glorify God. Sure. Mm-hmm. Aside from those, like excluding. I can listen to this guy all day. Well, that's talk a whole other conversation yeah, yeah, too. Yeah. Like, there's different like areas of yeah, worship. Yeah. Sure. I was gonna say oh, worship. I was gonna say excluding music. like praise and worship. Yeah, yeah. That's like that's its only goal and objective, and and that's what it is, mm. and how well they do that. For Christian artists or people that associate as Christians, I think that's like the number one problem. I feel like people don't really, I feel like they're afraid to get real because they're almost afraid of, well, yeah. I'm now this way. And so me talking about things mm-hmm. I'm going through, wait a minute, you're not perfect. You're not, <laughs> yeah. you know? And so you you have the people that are like, okay, I only just talk about praising Jesus. And they're like, okay, that's great. Okay, what are you going through? What What's going on in your life? How have you overcome things? So I feel like with a lot of secular artists, they wear it on their sleeves of like, yes. oh yeah, I, I went through this, yep. I went through that, sure. X, Y, and Z. But you also hear how they persevere. And I think that's why people connect because it's like, oh, you find out that people are human and a lot of people are going through the same things. Yeah. And so people are like, oh, I'm at the end of my rope. So, sure. But this person 
who's has the whole scope on them all the time is going through the same thing, but they mm-hmm. overcame. Dang. If he can do it, I can do it. You well, because I think of stuff like Dax. Okay. Yeah. He's like that. He's obviously, he's obviously believes, mm-hmm. but he's very open about alcoholism, the things yes. that he's been through. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think of like NF, yeah. who's mm-hmm. like super intense, right. Yeah. Right. With the stuff that he's gone through. And I do wonder, because it's interesting. And the reason I ask that, because uh, in our church that we go to, majority, I would say the vast majority of our worship songs are all about overcoming. Yes. All, you know, all about mm-hmm. the victory. And um, I remember talking about someone about this and they're like, I wish sometimes that we would talk a little, or we would sing a few more songs about kind of the, the contemplative struggle part. Right. Um, and so I was just curious, like what yeah. you guys thought, because I would, I would say that there's probably a balance Right, you yeah. don't want to just live in one camp forever, mm-hmm. and you don't want to live solely in the other camp because it's where life is done mostly in between. Right, right. so I mean, like I, sometimes I wish that the stories behind the songs that we sing in church were evident in the songs. Like wow. it is well with my soul, with my soul. Right, great song. Everyone sings it in every church. Yeah, but people don't really always know the story behind that song just listening to the song. Mm. Uh, the other one is Awaken's own song, Authority. Powerful song. Yeah. Uh, but the story behind that song is even more powerful. I don't even know the story behind it. That's the thing. <laughs> right. When they, when right. They this is that. what I'm saying. Sometimes yeah, yeah. like, I wish that the story behind the song was more evident in the song like sure. it would be in Eminem's song or or Juice World or, or NF, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, 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 like Christian's hide a lot of that and I feel like I don't know like I don't know how to how to feel about that is it is it because we feel that we don't want to put more priority on the struggles and we want to put our priority and focus on the work of Christ and what he's doing through those struggles sure I think uh, so right and I think yeah and I think like again I think when it comes to like worship and praise mm-hmm. I feel like that's where you kind of want it anyway. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you're always saying, like, you know, like, Jesus is my strength. Jesus is my weapon. Like, mm-hmm. worship mm-hmm. is my friend. Like, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, and that whole, this is just glorifying and thanking God for what he's doing. Right. And, and uplifting so people. So the focus is different. And so, like, yeah. I think that's different. But I feel like if you're someone that's not necessarily doing worship, mm-hmm. not necessarily doing praise, right. per se, and you're like, Christian affiliated or like yeah. you're an artist that just so happens to be Christian, mm-hmm. it's a little bit different because now you're like, okay, people know you have faith. Right. And you, they know you believe in something, but and but what are you going through now? And how does right. that faith tie into that? Mm-hmm. And and so I feel like that's a like in in a way is the different camp mm-hmm. that you don't have a lot of that's where I think a lot of people view, I think, artists that are referred to as Christian artists a little bit like on the corny side mm-hmm. because yeah. it's just like, yep. they're like, praise God, praise God, blah, 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 like mm-hmm. doing a lot of stuff and it's great and it's cool, but what else? We know that. Right. And yeah. then like that can get old quick. Right. What's going on in your life and how does that faith affect you mm-hmm. and how does your faith help you in situations that you are going through. Mm-hmm. And yep. I think there's the personability and that connectability that people lose with those particular it, artists. Yes. That, yeah. I, yep. That yeah. don't. I and obviously, a, I'm thinking of, in the context of a Sunday, 
morning and you're not mm-hmm. always going to do that right mm-hmm. very rarely you're probably going to do that you're like you said you're there for a very specific purpose mm-hmm. in that mm-hmm. moment uh what is the background of authority of authority yeah uh their daughter got dragged over the fence uh by their neighbor's dog i, I don't think it was a pit bull or something crazy Jeez. uh and like literally chewed alive like did she die? No, she that 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 was what the song was about is they declared the authority of God over her daughter wow. as she was fighting through this. Uh wow. but she had multiple stitches and like I mean she was chewed up. Is that but, what's her name's daughter from Yeah, Heather. Wow. Heather and Dan. Yeah. Jeez. They yeah. helped write that song. They wrote the Dan wrote the song. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. Dang. And uh, but that if you listen you listen to that song, it is powerful yeah i love that song right it is one of my favorite songs it's such a powerful song but if you know the story behind the song you're like holy hell wow yeah <laughs> that's why it's that, yeah. that it's that powerful shameless plug if you want worship music that's a little different listen to awakened music yeah yeah uh, <laughs> it's but, still worship music but, but it's, it has a different flavor to it the, that's for sure the the story behind it as well with my soul too the dude lost his yeah, entire yeah, family yeah, yeah, yeah. right yeah. like it and and he still sings through it all like it is well with my soul and like there's just such deep stories behind a lot of these christian gospel songs that we sing that we don't necessarily know yeah. and i think that that the, those stories behind the song should be more evident do you think that in the different forms of media video music whatever video games uh youtube whatever you want to call it do you think a certain form or particular form of music has more effect over us than others? Because obviously music, when you get that, when you hear those songs ever, it just resonates in your soul, right? Because yeah. uh, you guys are obviously talking about really powerful things that people are going through. So, hmm. uh, You should totally interview Dan. That'd be sweet. You should. You yeah. should interview Dan and Heather. It depends on the person. Whatever, I think with where you grow up, who you're around, that's going to be the music that's going to probably connect with you, I think, a little bit more. And I think the environment that you're in, mm-hmm. I think that that's going to speak to people more. So if you're in, like, an inner city, that yeah, yeah and that's you're, true. You're not, yeah. like, yeah. you're not Because that was the music of those areas. Like, yeah. I mean, obviously, we're talking, like, way back, East Coast yeah. versus West Coast, mm-hmm. and yeah. all that stuff was coming up, sure. And so that's going to be the music that's going to relate because mm-hmm. they're actively saying the stuff that people are going through. If you yeah. live in a rural part of town, country's probably going to be sure. the music that you really resonate to with good stories and good times on the porch. and <laughs> Good riding, times on the porch. It's true. Hanging in the back of the truck or like, yeah. like it, it's going to like, it dep- I think there's going to be some outliers, of course, because everyone's different and everyone's their own person. So there's going to be something that like, you may not even think is going to resonate with you and it just does. But I think, yeah, where you live and who you're around and what you see, I think that, and you have a music that encapsulates that, I think that's like, it's going to affect it. Yeah. I think, I think there's something different about music versus other forms of media. Mm -hmm. Because generally you're not going to watch a movie, for example, you're not going to listen to it or watch it a thousand times. Like you will a song. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. You'll listen to a song over and over and over again. Um, 
to where like you you were literally quoting that song earlier. Like you I've clearly listened to it a bunch. Uh, and it, yeah, I think that. See, I could listen to Disturbed's Sound of Silence. I could watch the video over and over and over. Really? Again. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because <laughs> I remember when uh, when I was younger, and I was like 18, probably like 17 to 20, uh, there was a local band in Utah called The Used. And because it, it, it was like when they would sing songs, you would know things. They helped, you know, shape that generation. And like it, they had such a gnarly story. Like he had, <laughs> he was a, uh, he was just this grungy kid from like Provo Orium, Provo Orm area, right? Mm-hmm. And when they went to go uh, uh, try, they were like, I don't know, performing for some music exec. He was screaming so hard that he was puking into a trash can and then screaming and then oh just like, he just didn't care. Like mm-hmm. they were just this grungy kids and like, it, anyways, anyways, I don't know why we're getting into that. But <laughs> yeah, I, I do think that music, and I like I said, I consume a lot of video, but I think that there's something about music that just, there's just, yeah. Just different. I mean, yeah. obviously, we do worship all the time. Yeah. And, we, and the, I think it's because because movies are great. There's obviously sure. movies, TV shows, which I love too. Videos on like YouTube or whatever. You can watch that stuff. Mm. And there, obviously, there's a rewatchability. And that's great. And that's awesome. But I think what separates it from like music and I think why it has just like a deep connection is because one, I think it's so expressive. And two, I think because it captures a feeling, either it's a soapbox for people of, yeah, of like sure. an area, an environment, a cultural shift, and they're able to do that at a split second and just do that. But also, it's if you're feeling upset or you're feeling happy or on top of the world, there are songs that capture the, the moment that you can kind of put a memory to. Sure. And... Mm-hmm. Core memory, if you will. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I think it's one of those things where, obviously, a catchy song, a good song, has just replayability. You're like, I can just hear that song all day. But I think it just, it music's really good at capturing emotions and yeah. feelings. And if you want a certain feeling, you may not be like, oh, I'm going to put on a show or yeah, movie. I'm totally. going to go to this song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I'm going to listen to this playlist that I set up. Or I'm going to listen to this album because it makes me feel a certain way. Yeah. Or it makes me remember a time in my life that, oh, man, was so cherished yeah. and loved. You see that with old, like older people yes, like, that, that go through dementia. Yeah. They'll play music for them mm-hmm. uh, that they grew up with. And all of a sudden, they can remember... All sorts of stuff. All sorts of stuff. Yeah, like, awesome. oh, like, and it, it, It's crazy. I think it, it's music that you just either casually listen to or grow up with that it has a way of sticking like a very core memory. I think of whenever I hear surprisingly Nelly, it's hot in here. Uh. (laughs) I was five, I Uh think four or five when that song came out. And I can remember one of the few things I can remember about early childhood is I remember that song being played on the radio. And I remember playing out in the front yard, with the sprinklers mm-hmm. and I remember when I had to go inside and get changed mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember as I'm <laughs> getting changed I'm singing that song yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah right yeah. so every time I hear that song a part of my mind thinks of that moment mm-hmm. and it's a wild thing that no movie necessarily does no sure. show necessarily does yeah and, that's very true because I think about my favorite movies for example and I love those because of how they make me feel when I watch those things, right? Necessarily. They don't always necessarily trigger or some random memory. 
and what you're speaking to, I think is really powerful. Uh, Cause you're so right. You're so right that, mm-hmm. I mean, I could, you know, you think of whatever random songs, I mean, or even like experiences that are made around, what is it? The, the light show. What, what the hell album is that? Uh, it's like some old rock album. Is it Pink Floyd? Yeah, Pink, Pink Floyd, Floyd. Yeah, Pink Floyd. Yeah. Uh, or just all the things that they do around music mm-hmm. that I don't feel like you quite get with other mediums, right? And we're growing up now, especially you, Anthony, like in this of social media where we're constantly being hit with all this media and music is still bigger than ever. Yeah. Right? It hasn't gone anywhere and I don't imagine it will. Um, ben, why do you think that is? Why do you, for you or... I love what Anthony was saying. Why do you think that that component, because clearly we're saying that it has effect on you, mm-hmm. right? Um, but why do you personally think that that has such a vast effect on us, music or other media? It just, it it triggers uh, emotions. Music does. And and like Anthony was saying, it it takes your mind back to when you first listened to it or an image that you created as you were listening to to that you know song so uh, i mean for me going back uh my earliest memories of music would would have been like boney m i don't know if you've ever heard of them mm-hmm. uh have you heard of boney m it's like a east coast brooklyn thing no <laughs> it's uh it was a i think it was a band put together just like random people just put together um and I remember growing up in India, listening to to Boney M over and over and over again. Really, uh, Jim Reeves was another oh. artist that my dad would just love to to, to listen to. Uh, so when I listened to, so even though they were hyper conservative, yes, they would still listen to. It was Jim Reeves secular. I mean, it, I, it's, yeah, Jim okay. Reeves was was secular. Boney M was was secular. Uh, Abba. Was oh secular. my gosh, Abba. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's wild. Right. Dancing Queen so, on repeat. I mean, this, is, this is stuff that I listened to when I was under 11 growing up in India. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but when I when I listened to, you know, things like Bonnie M or, or Abba or Jim Reeves, like automatically my mind is yeah. like back in India where I was, was, where I was a little kid. Mm. Um, but like now, like when I listen to, to, to Nas or Wu-Tang, or like any of those other artists, sure. like my mind is automatically back in the Bronx where I grew up. Yeah. Uh, but it's it just triggers, music just triggers memories and emotions uh, better than any other media, media can. Yeah. It's really fascinating that uh, even like you just said, going in the background that you grew up in, where you weren't allowed to watch movies, you weren't mm-hmm. allowed to do certain things, music was still... Right. Still okay. I mean, I'm sure, you know, yeah. I'm not listening to hardcore stuff, but uh, that's really interesting. Yeah. So what? Oh, you guys got to listen to Boney M. I'm going to have to. <laughs> Are they on Spotify? Uh, they do. So, okay. So let's, let's, obviously we're talking a lot about music. So let's go to the other forms of media. Or uh, let's even dive into, as men today, do you think it's more important than ever than what we're consuming? Yeah. Yeah. Because clearly we've established that yeah. music, movies, whatever has an effect on us. So how in a society where we're so hyper saturated with all this media, mm-hmm. how do we navigate it as men and separate ourselves or stay out of 
being sucked into the world's BS. Like Anthony was saying, it's like you just you just have to know who you are. Like if you know who you are, if you know whose you are, if you have your own identity, then you're not going to and and then you take the music for what it is that this person expressing what they're going through and the reason why they wrote the song or put this music together uh, separate you know the two. I, I think you've got to be able to separate the two. And often people are just not able to. People just get sucked into it. Sure. And and you can't separate who you are from who they are and what the reason was for that song to, to come together. Yeah. And I, I think, yeah, I think people need to to understand art for what it is. Mm. And I mean, you can identify with art. You you, mm, sure, sure. you sure can, but like you've got to be able to it can't be but, your identity. Yeah, yeah, it can't be your identity. You have to be able to step back and look at it, not be in it. Yeah, because right? that's, <laughs> that's the thing. Because here's what's interesting about entertainment, art, music, media, whatever, is, again, you have to be smart enough to know who you are and your identity. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not, then... There's that identity you, word. Yeah, you identify the the music, the movies whatever it identifies you that, mm-hmm. and Ooh, that's what's good. what's funny about music movies tv shows whatever is that uh social media it creates a world yes it does a really interesting thing with yes. creating a fantasy world that people want to be in for whatever reason if your life isn't great if you're surrounded in an environment that's not great if your world is jacked up if you look on the news and you're seeing, oh, this is messed up. This isn't the sure, world that sure. I necessarily want to be in. And then you watch Harry Potter, which, I mean, I think is a great movie. We can get into that <laughs> spiritual I, stuff, I like whatever. Yeah. But you watch Harry Potter and yeah. you see Hogwarts. This is a world I want to be in. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden that identifies you to where now you have people out there saying that they're wizards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like... They're so invested in that world. Same with Lord of the Rings. Right. Same with Star Wars. Same with anything sure. to where it becomes easy to obsess with because in their mind, this is better than I want to live here because it's better than sure. what I'm yeah. actually living. Yeah. Yeah. And like, so and that's that's the thing. It's they like Media and entertainment create such an interesting thing where they're able to create a very enticing, fantasizing world that people can see themselves living in, see themselves identifying with, to where it's easier to do that than actually live in their own yeah. world. Yeah. yeah, music is one of the rare mediums that can literally, like, transcend. Like, you can, like, it can just pick you up and put you in... Mm. A different environment, uh, unlike any any other medium, you can immerse yourself in music and then literally in a few seconds pull yourself out. Yeah. Right, like that's just what music can can do. I mean, drugs will do that as well, but then it, sure. it drugs take time, and then sometimes it completely alters your mind. Yeah. Uh, but music is like if you if you can learn to enjoy music. Uh, where you can put yourself in that world and then take yourself out immediately. It's it's just a whole other. It's it's so cool. Music is just incredible. 
Well, it's amazing, uh, Anthony. I love what you said. I think what's interesting about what you're saying is you both said it, is media, whether it's music, movies, video games, whatever. Now, because we've talked about this on at length on this show, is that everybody's always trying to find their identity, mm-hmm. where they're fit in. And everybody's always finding their identity in Harry Potter, movies, music. Because, I mean, I was very much like this before I got saved when I was younger. I found so much of my identity in the music I listened to, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, I was this, like, hardcore emo punk goth, whatever you want to call it. I don't even remember <laughs> what it was. Fallout Boy was your was yeah. huge thing. I actually didn't like Fallout Boy. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I remember, like, at one point, half my hair was white. The other half was black. I had this weird quaff thing in the front when I had hair. Anyways, um, but it's interesting. You know, I think what's what's really interesting about what you're saying, Ben, is different mediums suck you in at different rates. Yeah. A song is generally a couple minutes long, right? Mm-hmm. So you kind of go in, you come out. A movie is hours long, right. right? Where you go in and you're staying there. Video games are now freaking for endless now, mm-hmm. and you're constantly in those things. And and I do wonder because we're constantly trying to fill or they're constantly trying to identify, we're constantly trying to belong to something. Right. And because I remember, like, when I was younger, I mean, it's not so much now, but, like, video games in general are big. Like, World of Warcraft is massive, and you would see all those documentaries of people, like, losing their entire life and being sucked into this video game Mm -hmm. that was never ending. It wasn't, Mm -hmm. like, a three-minute song or whatever. And there was always this, speaking to what you said, it was better here than out here. And I know that partly for me, when I was younger, that was very much true. My world, there was so much pain. There were so many issues that I didn't fully understand. And it was easier to live in a video game Mm -hmm. than it was my outside world. And even now, uh, there are a lot of times when, I mean, I just would rather play a video game than deal with anything in my world. I don't want to deal with my kids. I want to deal with my wife. I don't want to deal with work. I don't want to deal with anything. I'd rather just shut off and enter into that thing. Right. And it's funny because I feel like each piece of media does it in a different way. You know, music, like I said, it could you listen to a song, it goes to a few songs, um, and it resonates with you in a certain way. Movies, it sucks you into the the fantasy that it is, maybe sometimes. But it's funny how it's funny how if we let it, everything besides Jesus will constantly try to tell you what your identity is. Mm-hmm. So do you th- this I'm gonna this is like a totally out left field question. Do you think that the enemy has hijacked yes. media or maybe, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say hijacking, but like, yeah. Just, I mean, do you think he is? Do you think he isn't? Do you think it's just something that the world has obviously shaped in its own image versus God's image? Like, well, you can even think about Satan's original position. I was just going to. Like, yes. Lucifer was yes. the leader of I didn't even think about that. Precisely what I was thinking. I was like, yes. That was his position. Yeah. The highest thing sounded really great. And obviously when he was kicked out and took like a third (laughs) with him. So obviously now he's on the earth and now he's just like, like, I'm still musical. Yeah. So now I'm just going to have my own messaging and have my own thing. And so I feel like there's a part in that. And I also, the industry sides of all entertainment, there's probably some shenanigans going on there. Yeah, no doubt. Definitely, Mm -hmm. you can definitely have, (laughs) (laughs) definitely have, you know, 
the enemy yeah. to blame for that. Um, there's always kind of been a, a shift. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a lot more blatant now. I think if you look at the course of time, mm-hmm. where, okay, maybe something's here, and people were noticing, hey, something's not right here, but it's just like a little bit here, mm-hmm. a little bit sprinkled here, a little cleverness here, a little bit there. Now it's just like, it's out in the open. Mm, yeah. <laughs> it's, this is what's what's going on. And so it it definitely, there's definitely some influence there. I don't want to put the whole sure. blame on that. So there are people that make their own choices and they make their own decisions. And I think maybe... And again, it probably does tie into the enemy of being like, well, if I do or say this, this is going to be more popular. Mm-hmm. This is going to actually boost my influence as opposed to something else. And so, yeah. And um, music and sound always had the heart of God, right? Like, well, that's what was my question. Yeah. Do you think that that's why there's such a, God was like, you know, obviously music is not the only thing, but it's such a powerful push yes. to worship God in like a musical sense, right? obviously we know that worship is more than music, but I'm just using this as an example. Because um, like you said, Lucifer was this musical mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Do you think it was a juxtaposition? Like, okay, well, there was this, such a bad thing. And I would say that, you know, I'm assuming Lucifer was creative, yes. right? Mm-hmm. And there was this push to God's like, no, this is going to be such a massive pull in their lives. I need them to do this. I mean, kind right. of what you're saying is you're saying it's, it's resonating. It's the whole like duality the, of, yeah. of, of the scripture and, and God is throughout eternity. It's always this battle between good and evil. Sure. And God created Lucifer and God embedded musical instruments into him. So music was in yeah. this angel, right? Like this was, this was this angel's purpose was to to create this environment uh and and when lucifer was cast down i mean now it's like there's that good and evil yeah and you could use music for good and you could use music for for evil as well uh and and sound as as well was a big deal we were created through the word of god god spoke Mm. and we were created so sound sound and and music has a big purpose in plan of God. Uh, and that's why music is such a powerful medium where it can transport you. I mean, imagine watching Lord of the Rings or 300 or sure. like any of those movies and not having the soundtrack, not listening to the music. Yeah. Music just creates this environment. It takes you and it, it, it picks you up and it puts you in the middle of something. And then just as easily, it can take you out and and put you, you know, pull you back. And that's the cool thing about music over over movies, over over film, uh, over any other entertainment is it just it has a way of transporting you. And and that's by design because God created it. Mm. And and it was it was it was supposed to be a good thing. That's why the Bible says in, in heaven, there's music all the time. Right. And it's supposed to be a good thing, but again, just like the the the, the duality of, of the scripture and what happens, everything there that's good, there's always a bad as well. Yeah. And, and so there's all yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, while it's a good thing, there's so much that can make it a bad thing where as of right now, if I was being like if 
if I was to listen to my emotions, my feelings, and really live there, I feel depressed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel I'm nothing. I feel like I don't belong in this world. I bet you million dollars I can find a playlist with a bunch of songs that are going to oh, amen yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. that That's sentiment. Yes. That's good. Yep. That's good. And I can feel that way yep. for a yeah. long time. Yeah, yeah. So, vice versa. And so, like, with, with anything. And so that's where it can be dangerous to where, again, music has this very interesting thing of tugging on our emotions, our mm-hmm. heartstrings, and really capturing feelings yep. better than any other, any other medium. medium. Yep. To the point where, I mean, you see it. There, there are bands that create a certain type of music that, yeah. that whether it's, oh, the simple life, whether mm-hmm. it's, the teenage experience, whether it, it's whatever, life in the inner city, there's mm-hmm. going to be something that's going to capture an environment and expression of feeling very, very well. Mm-hmm. And when, if we don't have our feelings in check <laughs> and our emotions in, in a great place, it's easy to kind of be like, what can I find to associate with that mm-hmm. that helps empower that even more? Right. You know, and so that's like kind of the dangerous side that I don't think people really think of. It's like, yeah. this is the music I listen to because it speaks to my soul. It represents me. Like, yeah. And that, that can be the downfall. But again, you find stuff that can uplift you, that actually can bring you up, that can mm-hmm. actually give you a second win. Like, right. And help you persevere. And, well, just yeah. as music can keep you in a state, music can pull you out as well. And so, like Anthony was saying, like if you are sad and depressed, you want to listen to sad songs. And that's fine. That's good. It, it's good to have music complement whatever state you're in right now. As long as you don't stay there. But, right, as long as you don't stay there. But then you should also realize, okay, if if this sad song can do this for me and it can keep me in the state and it can help me process the sadness that I'm going through, well, then there are also happier songs that I can listen to and come out of this, right? Yeah. So yeah. so you could be going through misery and depression and, and all that stuff, and you can listen to uh, all of the dark songs, uh, you know, that, that you can find, but then you've got to realize, okay, great, I've I've soaked in this for a bit. There are, there's music that I can now start listening to that can uplift me that can bring me out of this i mean worship is great like yeah. good country music is great yeah uh yeah. you know good rock music is great so i like i their religion sometimes and that's exactly what it is it's it's religion religion will sometimes say don't listen to this don't listen to to to, to these types of music and that's that's what it is it's it's religion uh if you have the right heart, like if you are resilient enough and if you have an identity, and again, part like I think resilience has a lot to do with identity as well, is if you know who you are and if you know whose you are, it doesn't matter what situation you're in, you could yeah, yeah. put yourself in it or you could pull yourself out, yeah. right? And it's, you can use music to complement that. Yeah, I'm actually going to tell you a story of where, <laughs> where music actually served by like emotions Mm -hmm. so when i got dumped by my first like real girlfriend i was like 15 and same story (laughs) (laughs) and i my world just shattered didn't know why 
And I remember sitting at home. <laughs> TV wasn't doing it after a while. Yeah. Movies weren't doing it. I remember curled up in my bed. It was like early the next morning. And I had just the two of us mm-hmm. from Bill Weathers and Grover Washington Jr. <laughs> playing on repeat for a while to the point where I'm like, we're not two anymore. And then all of a sudden, I switched the song to Eric Carmen's All By Myself. You know mm-hmm. the song. Yeah. All by myself. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. I had that on repeat. I don't know how long. And wow. to the point where I felt like so angry mm. with my ex that how could you do this to me? So the next song I played after that was Kanye West's Heartless. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and so that was the song that was feeling that, yeah, how could she be so heartless? Yeah. How could she do? And it spoke to me because mm-hmm. it felt how I felt in right. that moment of she did this to me. Like, how could she be so evil? How could she be so cold? Right. And feeling like, wow, messed up my groove, everything. Mm-hmm. To the point where after that, why am I feeling this way? Mm. You know, like I went through, okay, there was us together. Mm-hmm. And then we aren't together. And I have to deal with that. Okay, why aren't we together? Now I'm mad. <laughs> it's her fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's her to blame. Like, I don't like you no more. To the point where I'm like, I don't want to feel this way no more. Mm-hmm. I don't want to harbor any hate or or awkwardness towards this person. Mm-hmm. I want to live my life. Hey, that wasn't the best. Now think about it. It wasn't the best relationship for me to be in. So you right. know what? Yeah. Let's, let me step out. And I st- had to step away. So like in a way, it was okay. These songs captured how I was feeling in those moments. Mm-hmm. They kind of helped me process <laughs> certain things. But then eventually I had to get out of it because if I stayed there, I'd be bitter. Um, I'd have a lot of resentment, <laughs> yep. a lot of anger towards this person, and I wouldn't be able to fully move on with my life sure. keeping that around. Yeah. And and so, although it in those moments, I look back on and kind of funny, like, wow, I was, <laughs> I really used those songs and I purposely played those particular songs yep. on repeat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Out, like, because that's what I was feeling. But I knew at some point I had to get out of it. Yeah. I couldn't stay there. I mean, it's, we do that so much even as Christians, right? Yeah. We're like, oh, we want to feel a certain way or we're trying to connect with God or whatever it is. So we'll, we'll put certain music on. Uh, so to land this, I think it is safe to say <laughs> <laughs> that as men, you need to be very careful what you're listening to, what you're consuming. Uh, and then are you maybe identifying with it in the moment or is it becoming your identity? Uh, especially yeah. if stuff is, if you're still searching for your identity and these things are becoming your identity or whatever, I think you need to be very aware of how they're shaping you, what it's doing to you. And that was such a perfect story. Anthony is like, you were literally going down this little walk with this music and it was making you go from one stage yeah. to another stage to another stage. And I think that is something we can all relate to, right? We've been right. there just different times with different things. It's yeah. Know your, so, know your state. Yeah. Know who you are. Like, if you're in a depressed state, don't listen to music that says "kill your father, kill your mother, jump in front of the train." <laughs> All right, like, <laughs> right. I mean, what else are you gonna say? Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, you're gonna feed that. Yeah, and uh, but that's the thing. Like, music feeds your soul. If you're in a depressive state and you continue to re- listen to depressive music, you're gonna continue to feed the depression. Listen to positive music. 
Yeah. Right. To 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 bring you out, to take you out of that situation. Yeah. And transport you to something better. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I remember there were times in my life where I did listen to that kind of music. Uh, you were talking about. Uh, breakup like yeah. anytime I listen to Elton John's Sacrifice it reminds me of my first breakup <laughs> <laughs> <All right>? yeah <laughs> yeah but like anytime I listen to Bob Dylan it reminds me of when I lived in Africa like it's just like music just brings back memories yeah. it's a soundtrack to your life choose your soundtrack wisely yeah and yeah. so it's like it's okay to enjoy certain music again mm -hmm. be smart about yes. like what it is you're enjoying, know exactly what it is, and be right. like, this is just entertainment, and I find this fun. But at the same time, just be aware of what you're chewing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you're chewing it over and over and over again. Right. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's episode 52. Uh, a fun one. Uh, if you did not listen to episode 50 and 51, you should. But the bonus question is on YouTube, but you can only hear it on YouTube. So you got to go to our YouTube. Uh, check us out on all social media. Do all the things. Press all the buttons. Press all the likes. We out.